0: Hello and welcome to the East and Kicks Podcast, a regular magazine programme about East Asian film led by me, Andrew Heskins, founder and grandmaster of EastandKix.com, and James Mudge, our leading writer. Hello. Each episode we'll be taking a look at the latest films, news and festivals, often chatting to filmmakers and stars along the way. Hello again and welcome to our latest episode. This time we're focusing on Giran, a new Malaysian martial arts film which has just won the Action Award at the New York Asian Film Festival. Very cool. And we're chatting to the cast and crew behind it. Mm. We'll also find out that author and action coordinator Mike Fury got into Eastern Flix. And we're going to hear from another of our Udine Far East Film Festival campus correspondents. Very nice. But first... Important question. What are you drinking this episode,
1: James? Um, I'm on a red wine this time. Not quite as soft and fruity, but equally cheap. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not. It's, it's been in the fridge again. It's cool. So, yeah, um, no complaints, it, man. It's still summer, isn't it? Uh, you may say so with the weather today. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> Yourself?
0: And I'm, I'm back with the uh, good old locals, uh, the Logos, Hall Hots? Hots. <laughs> I'm on their uh, one of their regulars, it's the nice IPA India Pale Ale. 69 percent Oh, man, that's a, that's a nice one. Silat, <laughs> so on which focuses on the martial arts of Salat, an overall term for an indigenous martial arts throughout the Indonesian archipelago, which includes Malaysia, Indonesia, Singapore, southern Thailand and southern Philippines. Mm. It was incredibly popular in film from Indonesia and Malaysia in the 1950s and 1960s with according to Wikipedia at least more than 40 <laughs> films about it produced by Shaw Brothers and mm. Cafe Chris. But its on-screen popularity quickly waned in the successive decades. But in recent years, it's begun to revive in interest. Many of our listeners may be familiar with the Indonesian style that appeared in Maranitur. Mm, mm, mm. That's right. And it also appeared in his uh, successive films, The Raid Movies. Yep. Uh, though the violence in The Raid 2 was considered so excessive, <laughs> it was banned from a theatrical release in Malaysia. Oh, no. And there are other films in the, the region, but it's still quite rare to see on screen, making Garand's... Yeah backing this year's Daniel A. Craft Award for Excellence in Action Cinema, even more special. Mm. Previous winners of the award include Dan with Operation Red Sea, mm-hmm. Yu Song's The Bodyguard, and also The Villainess.
1: Oh, uh, yes, the, the Overlong Villainess, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, i got to throw it in there.
0: We were very fortunate to speak to the director of Garan,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Ariel Abu Bakar, the action choreographer, Aslan Gomek, And one of the lead stars, Megat, Sharad would say he let
2: Dizal acting as interpreter. (laughs)
3: All right, Andrew, first of all, we would like to um, thank you for having us on this interview. And yeah, so we're all here ready for whatever you want to ask us. So shoot.
0: <laughs> great. Well, Fabius, it's, it's great to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you so much for, for sparing a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Let's kick off with the big news. You know, how is it to be receiving the Daniel A. Craft Award for Excellence in Action Cinema from New York Asian Film Festival? Okey, uh,
2: pertama sekali kita memang ucapkan terima kasih atas kesudian PHNYF untuk uh, memilih filem kita. Uh, sebenarnya kita memang tidak pernah menyangka untuk uh, apa-apa anugerah. Uh, tadi bila kita dapat uh, anugerah ni, kita rasa macam satu uh, pengiktirafan yang sangat-sangat besar pada kita.
3: Right. So first and foremost, this is um, a huge honor uh, to be nominated and actually to win the Daniel A. Craft Award. So right from the beginning, there was never you know, in, in their minds that they would ever receive any award of any form. So it's, it has come as a huge surprise to actually receive such a, a big, a huge acknowledgment, first of all, um, in terms of accomplishment that it's never, it never they never saw it coming and uh, never thought of it that they would receive such an honor.
0: So to Ariel, I believe you worked mainly as a cinematographer before. Um, why did you decide to make the move into directing your own films? And did your background as a cinematographer influence your approach and style as director?
4: Okay. Uh, saya bermula untuk uh, shoot uh direct dalam uh, film. Sebab uh, Malaysia tak ada uh, filem yang yang mengangkat uh, silat se, se apa sebaik yang kita pernah tengok. So kita cuba apply dalam uh, dalam uh, uh, filem grand tu untuk uh, mengangkat silat dalam bentuk action dan kita uh, supaya uh, silat tu di diangkat di di luar sebab selalunya uh, filem kita ada di uh, di dalam lingkungan yang yang terlalu terhad so saya rasa saya sebagai cinematographer kena apply apa yang saya tahu dalam action uh, action movie uh, dan saya rasa peluang ni uh, sangat sangat bermakna untuk untuk mengangkat uh, silat tu dekat uh well. Okay.
3: So uh Mr. Ariel has uh mentioned that his experience as a cinematographer, uh he deals a lot with the martial art silat. And from there he feels that it's very important and he feels as a responsibility to bring that to the mm-hmm. world, especially first nationwide, uh because it's the platform for such an art is limited here in Malaysia, especially to be showcased in films. Uh, so his ideal his um, dream is to bring that on screen which is why with his experience you know uh, dealing with actions stunt people uh, he wants to take a step further and you know create a movie that showcase all of that and again is a limited platform here in Malaysia for us to to showcase um the art of silat and with his experience he said you know it's it's kind of like um In a waste to actually not uh, showcase this, so uh, that's what influenced him to you know direct from cinematographer to directing. So he has a better platform, he has better uh, what you call the opportunity to actually bring that forward, especially globally.
1: Um, So yeah, uh, also for Ariel, um, so what's kind of like the process of getting the film financed and made? like uh, in Malaysia like is there or there like uh, film funds to apply for or is it mainly like uh, commercially commercially funded
4: uh, proses untuk a uh, cari fun- funding ni dalam 3 years untuk cari funder dan uh, kebanyakannya kurang berminat sebab uh, silat ni dianggap macam uh, terlalu terlalu uh, belum commercial uh, so sangat uh, sangat susah dan kita decide dalam after 3 years uh, kita decide untuk Fund diri sendiri lah. So kita shoot uh, dengan Duit poket sendiri Dan saya mengajak uh, kawan-kawan uh, Untuk bersama uh, Grand adalah satu perjuangan uh, Untuk mengangkat uh, Seni budaya dekat uh, t- uh, Tempat sendiri Dan sebenarnya untuk orang luar Tahu apa yang kita ada
3: Okay Okay um of course, there were uh, proposals to uh, get grants and funds however there were n- not many parties who were interested to fund this particular film uh, so what they did was they funded themselves so all of this is through uh, you know their own pocket money <laughs> everything <laughs> is yes <laughs> everything is from their own dime and nickel so um, collectively actually and this is has been a dream since three years ago and through that dream they the, you know, they're very adamant to make it a reality. Therefore, it's, you know, you know what? Um, it's okay, there's, because Silat, the, the art of Silat, the martial art Silat is, n- is not commercially um, practiced mm. yet there, mm. especially here. It's not to say a lost art, however, because it's practiced among the rural areas. So uh, to actually, you know, have people show interest in it, so but what's the use, what for? Um, we're still getting doubts from people to put their faith, their confidence to fund such a film. So, hence everything comes from uh, you know self-funding. Yes. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've read that the casting process for the film was done with uh, martial arts competitions, yeah. and uh, uh, the majority of the cast are all martial arts practitioners. How did you? About actually choosing the cast, uh, were they the winners of those competitions, or was it based on skill or other factors? Yeah. To the
3: choreographer, perhaps, can answer that best. <laughs> yes, yes. Mr. Azlan. Yes.
2: Okay, way. Uh, keutamaan kita memang uh, kepada uh, semua yang mempunyai uh, asas dalam beladiri, terutamanya silat. Jadi dari segi pelakon, uh, memang semuanya ada uh, asas silat. Okay, dari sudut stuntman juga Kita mengambil pesilat-pesilat Daripada uh, Gelanggang uh, Gelanggang-gelanggang di Tempat kita shoot lah di Kedah. Okay. Uh, Jadi senang cakap uh, memang kita Mengutamakan Mereka yang punya asas Macam saya sebut tadi kita punya pelakon pun uh, Most Daripada pelakon kita adalah Pesilat uh, yang wakil negeri Ada yang wakil negara okay jadi kita semua ada uh, latar belakang
3: uh, all right okay so mr azlan said that each actor each um basically uh the people the cast they all have at least a basic form of knowledge in the silat and they all have at least practiced silat for years and years on end. and most of them have tournament background they've competed in competitions and these cast they were cast um the northern part, this is where Silat is mostly practiced. And to compare, you know, we have, um, because m- most of them are shot in the rural areas, right? It's shot in the northern, uh, specifically Kadah, yeah, specifically Kadah, where Silat itself is, um, is part of the lifestyle, in fact. So these are uh, the people that are cast. and. Um, the most important thing is that they must have a background of the silat and must practice silat, because in terms of movements and in terms of acting choreography, it, the car- choreography itself would be very difficult to explain to a non-martial artist.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, similar question. So there were no like stunt people involved in the film. It was all just real, real martial artists. Huh?
4: So, yes. Dalam ninety percent. Uh, artis dalam yang uh, dalam grand uh, semua pesilat dan artis yang Komersial pun pesilat. Hmm. So yang 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 belajar ataupun yang uh, tapi uh, dia orang bukan uh, Professional stuntman lah. Uh, so kita ambil uh, semua first time dalam action. Da, uh, untuk introduce silat dalam filem. So uh, okay. dia orang punya dia orang punya pendedahan ini dia punya first time untuk okay. first time punya percubaan untuk untuk angkat silat dalam dalam first first filem saya. Right. Yeah.
3: Okay, first of all 90% of the actors are all pencak which means that they're they're all practice uh silat practitioners. They do practice silat the martial art. Um however, the majority of the actors in the cast is this is the first time they were exposed to using silat for commercial purpose for filming therefore the exposure that they have in terms of um fighting scenes and whatnot this is the first time that they actually perform outside the traditional ring outside their normal practice hence um the choreographer everything you know it, it has to be practiced with bearing the movie in mind rather than as part of the lifestyle because that's what they're used to actually and it's it's, it's great for um, the team and the cast because at least they are all on the same page in terms of like okay the choreographer said okay this is what I need done, they, they know the basic, that the background is mutual.
0: Right. Uh, so to, to Magat, what was it like for you working with a cast of, of martial artists and silat practitioners? Uh, were there any real um, rivalries or real fights on set <laughs> yeah Mr.
3: Oh. Uh,
5: that's uh thank god no, no there were no <laughs> real fights uh happening uh, on set just the ones needed uh for the film uh well uh like um like we've said before me uh myself i i have a background and um, basic in silat, uh, but uh i've been acting uh, uh during uh, when we shot Grant, I w- uh, I've already acted for a- around 14 years. But when uh, from the day I started as an actor to the day I shot Grant, I've never used my knowledge in <laughs> Silat. So when, when it came, um, uh, the, the, the opportunity uh, came about and uh, when I went uh, to the set, I was happy to 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 to, to meet uh, Ariel and uh, Azlan and uh, use. Uh, although my scene is short, but it's that that's just that's just an, an intro introduction, and I'm I'm happy that that finally we um, uh, Malaysia itself has a Silat martial art movie. So so I mean it's 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 a joy because um, see, seeing them and uh, these are people that are passionate in what what. Uh, what uh, they want to do, so I think this translates on screen. And uh, uh, I, uh, when I when I did uh, uh, my uh, my parts and everything, I was, I mean, I was overjoyed. I mean, this is finally, I've been waiting for fourteen years <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> to to apply this. So
0: yeah. <laughs> so, so Mr. Iceland, how did you approach the choreography in terms of in terms of setting up the fights? And do you have any key influences?
2: Okay, baik. Uh, saya simpulkan saya ringkas. Okay? Uh, dalam silat, kita ada beberapa bentuk uh, konsep uh, pertarungan. Jadi, untuk pertama kali, uh, untuk pertama filem Grant, saya gunakan uh, 80% konsep combat. Okay, combat ni bermakna tempur ringkas, pantas. Okay, sebab kita ada basic yang besar dalam silat adalah pertempuran combat dan seni okay, jadi seni ni permainan untuk orang yang lebih mahir. Okay, jadi combat ni adalah pergerakan yang biasanya kita akan guna uh, dalam situasi-situasi yang normal. Uh, jadi uh, kita punya pendekatan tu yang pertama kita perkenalkan konsep uh, pertarungan secara combat dalam silat okay. untuk filem Geran. Uh. Okay.
3: Right. So the, the approach to it, there are many fighting concepts in the Geran movie. Um, However, 80% from the choreography side was towards the combat movement. So most fighting scenes that were involved, uh, the the concept that they used, the style, in terms of movement, in terms of uh, fighting, in terms of whether it's instinctive or intuitive, it's all combative. Uh, So you can see in in certain scenes and movies uh, because it's about defense, uh, and the way that he approach the style is uh, more towards um, uh, combative, and in terms of the fighting scenes, the uh, the, the the flow and the approach is is, is like like dancing, if you, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see that that's one of the things that's very beautiful about Silat. light. Even though it's combative, even though it's offensive, even though it's defensive, it's very subtle yet powerful.
1: For Ariel again as well, so. Uh, yeah, You get the very very strong sense of like the culture in the Silat as you yeah. said but I think there seems to be like a lot of other very cultural elements like music and musical instruments in there. So just interested to hear a bit more about that sort of side of the film too.
4: Uh the Grand uh, sl- uh, sebuah film uh, berbentuk kekeluargaan sebenarnya. So kita dalam kita punya aa, negara Dah kurang kita aa, explore pasal aa, budaya Mungkin ada tapi dia terlalu kecil Dan tak pergi ke skala yang besar So kita apply dalam grant Ada muzik, ada, ada fighting Dan sebenarnya aa, grant tu dia cerita pasal kasih sayang Dan kita ada Momen kekeluargaan tu yang penting Tapi orang uh, Kita nampak highlight ke arah uh, Action So uh, Muzik semua ni sebenarnya Satu uh, Aksesoris untuk Untuk membuatkan uh, Kita rasa Apa yang kita tengok Dan elemen-elemen tu uh, Jarang di dikeluarkan, ditayangkan atau divisualkan atau didengarkan aa, dalam bentuk filem. Filem tu terlalu dekat aa, kalau kita punya Malaysia ni dia terlalu terlalu kecil aa, skop-skop yang berminat dalam filem-filem macam ni yang berunsur budaya tu terlalu kecil. Dia semua ke komersial dan dan action-action yang 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 tak 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 me- mau apa melambangkan Malaysia tu sendiri.
3: Alright. Um basically uh for the movie first and foremost the the concept the value that uh the movie is trying to showcase is family and and love. And throughout the whole movie the plot uh that took place other elements of course were introduced and that is of course traditional music in which we can hear during the sparring, the practice and what the movie is trying to do, what Ariel is trying to do, is to showcase that as a whole because it's holistic, it's very holistic. Silat and music and traditional music because in Malaysia, in terms of real traditional values is quite limited in in terms of how we actually display it. the scope is very small and limited and here of course if you were to squeeze everything in it's going to be too much it's going to be overwhelming (laughs) and the plot is going to be all over the place so um, yes it is introduced to be an emotional drive uh, for the movie uh, for the scenes for the actions especially because it is of course an action film Uh, that is the element that is to become the emotional drive because by the end of the day the music represents family represents love so it's, it's holistic in a whole way yeah
0: so so what is the reception to the film been in malaysia uh,
4: penerimaan dekat uh, malaysia uh, selepas uh, 10 hari tayang baru orang aware pasal filem tu ada dekat cinema sebab kita uh, cost untuk promotion tu kita agak Terhad Dan kita orang buat tour Dan dia jadi satu fenomena Sekejap dalam sebulan tu Dan sampai sekarang ada lagi Dia orang punya tu saya tak tak habis lagi Dan 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 sampai di sekolah Satu sekolah Boleh tukar Masyarakat lain ke silat Satu Malaysia Yang tu Pencapaian Saya rasa yang tu satu uh, pencapaian ataupun satu uh, sumbangan eh uh, eh uh, filmmaker kepada Malaysia untuk mengingatkan kita jati diri Malaysia
2: itu sendiri dan juga benda yang apa yang antara yang 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 nampak macam kelakar tapi sangat menarik uh, orang-orang lama ataupun kita panggil senior-senior kita yang dah lama tak tengok wayang 20 tahun 15 tahun dia orang kembali menonton Lari. hanya kerana yeah. filem gerak Antara, dan, berbusana. Uh, dan berbusana menonton. Yep. Nah, jadi benda tu satu-satu vibe yang sangat baik.
3: Okay. Alright, so first of all, within uh, you know the first few days, reception of course um, was not as promising, but after ten days and above, um, it has reached almost um, the whole nation and It has become uh, amazing that the the, uh, people know more about the movie because of the background because Silat was introduced into it and people were excited to see that uh, it's showcasing Silat in real life issues and the values that they promote and it has been phenomenal ever since has been phenomenal ever since. And they've been doing tours from that day forth, uh, like around Malaysia. And uh, what's more impactful is the fact that on a tour they did it to uh, one of the schools, um, the school martial art that was compulsory and mandated to the students to learn was another form of martial art. The school's owner changed the martial art <laughs> teaching towards Silat based on uh, the phenomenal uh, values that he received Knowing that silat is back, okay, and for viewers, audiences, especially the senior ones, yeah, um, the 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 um, well, uh, what you call that, the uh, father fathers, the grandparents, where silat was such a huge thing back in the days, they have started coming out. And visit cinemas again because knowing that Sea uh, Light is being reintroduced in such a way that it relates to them very hugely. And coming in full Sea uh, Light costume because they were, they are, Silat (laughs) practitioners. They're proud of it. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, in a way, it's one of the biggest accomplishment here in Malaysia that we are able to reintroduce Silat and that people are appreciating it in a whole new light and seeing it for the first time, again, with fresh eyes, especially for the younger generation, that they're actually loving it and loving the values and the history. And the most important thing is about the history because Silat comes with its own beauty and history and knowledge and uh, if we were to talk about it it would be a whole different history class actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah it's phenomenal actually here
1: Yeah, so yeah. Uh, in general, uh, I think some international audiences or maybe you know martial arts fans uh, might not be as familiar with uh, Malaysian films and with uh, Silat. uh I know there's been you know there's been some other ones which have played at New York, like uh, Fly by Night, Walk with Me, and there's some on like Netflix now, like um, v- Vera, which is on Netflix. So. Um, yeah, I was just wondering. Like, do do you think like the reputation uh, for Malaysian cinema is now starting to grow internationally? And is there any other sort of films or filmmakers you think, as well as you guys, who are reaching wider international audiences? Mm. Yeah, I
3: think yeah,
5: Uh Well, um, it's it, um, it's good that films like like you mentioned uh, before, uh, "Want to Jaga," um, "Fly by mm. Night." It's reaching international audience and of course uh, with the platform of Netflix uh, we can put uh, much more local films and and um, uh, and uh, international audience can 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 watch uh, our films and this uh, for me um, uh, with this all these kind of platforms um, uh, we can um, we need more films like, like Grant we, we, we need uh, uh, especially um, recently our own uh, film uh, body Finas um, uh, film governing body uh, Finas they they've recently announced that uh, they would like our films uh, to go to reach Oscars so mm-hmm. Road to Oscars so I, I mean mm-hmm. if they want that they should um, give more opportunities to our filmmakers to to, to reach out to all, to all these festivals before. I mean, before we we reach the Oscars, we we should support our <laughs> local filmmakers. I mean, small filmmakers like like Ariel, and there are others. I mean, not just um, uh, films about Silat. Any genre of film that, yeah. and uh, we have. Uh, so many storytellers we have so many stories to tell um what what you see is just um probably the surface of and even geran is just the surface of what what silat is i mean we have um we have uh stories in sabah in sarawak other states so so these are the stories that i think um uh, our uh, finish should give opportunities and i i hope that if if it's uh good we can reach the oscars one day so yeah who knows
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. a wish list there <laughs> yes it is yes, our wish
0: list so to everyone uh, what new projects are you working on now what gonna yeah
4: okay, okay. uh, uh, for next film uh, kita akan ada walid walid pun uh, action movie dan dia kekeluargaan juga dan kita ada isu-isu semasa uh, so kita tunggulah macamana dia punya story and so action juga, action, action movie.
3: Okay, so yes, um, working on uh, a next film and it's in the pre-production stage at the moment, uh, script writing and casting, and it's still it's centre uh, centre on centering on family issues as well mm. and catering to the current issues that we're facing right now in Malaysia as well so we're bringing that, we're highlighting that and it's also an action film as well yes, Mm -hmm. yes Uh, and the title would be WALID, W-A-L-I-D WALID, yeah Mm -hmm. so uh, the story, there'll be a teaser (laughs) in the coming future (laughs) so it's still (laughs) the pre-production stage and working out the kinks, yeah
5: (laughs) WALID means father by the way It it means
3: father, yes, thank you, yes (laughs)
0: <laughs> True. True. <laughs> <laughs> How about the other guys What, what else are you working on hmm, lain, hmm, pun
2: ya,
3: pun ni, uh, Saya sekarang.
2: Okay sekarang saya Sedang syuting drama uh-huh. Okay uh, Lama saya sama juga Sedang menyusun uh, Bahagian-bahagian aksi for okay.
3: for Mr. Azlan Komeng our choreographer yeah he's working on other dramas especially on um, arranging and choreographing fight scenes uh, uh, but of course also working with th- the next production with Irel on Walid especially mm-hmm. in you know for the choreographers for <laughs> that as well mm-hmm. yep <laughs>
5: okay uh, yeah well uh, uh, me personally I bef- uh, Walid is um, we hope we hope to shoot uh, that film end of end of the year. Between that, uh, I'm uh, personally, I'm also a director, so uh, I, I I do some TV series and uh, I act sometimes, occasionally, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, well, uh, my goal is. Um, miss our director here told me to lose some weight for for Walid. So and and our choreographer here uh, told me, god you need to get fit for for make sure you get fit. So yeah, that's uh, I have a few months to to work on that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So just uh, in general, for any of our listeners here who are who are not so familiar with Malaysian films, uh, do you have any? recommendations or suggestions where good places to start apart from geron of course
5: uh, well uh, uh, i mean sadly because of uh, the 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 pandemic uh, i mean there, there, there's lots of uh films that supposed to come out uh, mm. got postponed uh, but i mean uh, i think there there's another film that namron is involved with as well ro is, is, it's also one of the film mm. showcased in in uh, New York Asian Film Festival. I think for me, um, because the, the limited number of films that we have, um, Ro is uh, the one to look for uh, this year. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Cool. Okay, thank you. So I think I are pretty much at the, the, the end of our questions, but I think yeah. if, uh, what we'd love to know, uh, who are your martial art heroes or what are your favorite martial art films?
3: Hmm. Ah, I think setiap seorang boleh bagi
0: okay. Okay. kita start okay. dengan <laughs> uh, apa <laughs> ni hero okay. Okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> untuk saya untuk saya uh, dari segi aksi uh, ataupun stun uh, dah tentulah zaman kita membesar dengan filem-filem Jackie Chan hmm. right? uh, dan uh, sebagai uh, semangat uh, untuk pelawan saya uh, suka pada perdekatan uh, yang dibawa oleh Muhammad Ali uh, hmm. dan kita banyaklah lagi kita punya research tentang pejuang-pejuang daripada hampir seluruh dunia hmm. uh, itu saya okay. rasa.
3: right for our choreographer Mr. Azlan uh, his child hero because growing up watch a lot of Jackie Chan movies so definitely Jackie Chan and <laughs> look at him do stunt. so yeah that's why he's a stunt man now uh, and in terms of because you know growing up as kids all of us were exposed to that because commercially that's what's famous and that's what's in at that moment and um, as he grew up in terms of approach in terms of style his idol would be Muhammad Ali yeah yeah Yeah, Muhammad Ali because he's very he's in awe with the way he um, his style the beauty the subtlety uh, the gentleness within his fight so that what drove him to what he's passionate about today yeah and of course there are many other um, idols that you have around the world they showcase different (laughs) styles as well Mm -hmm. yeah or the fighting especially the fighting style all right so Mr. Ariel your idol
4: dia uh, dia uh, Muhammad Ali
2: Muhammad Ali yeah. Muhammad Ali uh,
4: ada <laughs> satu dia uh, Mama Ali dia ada satu semangat uh, dalam dalaman yang kuat dan dia ada satu vision yang dia boleh jadi world champ so dalam uh, filmmaking uh, action actor personally uh, saya suka Donnyan uh, so dia punya seni Arts dia dalam masyarakat sangat uh, sangat sangat tinggilah. Mm-hmm. So saya rasa duniaan uh, action actor yang yang membawa satu satu uh, semangat dalam kecinaan dia dalam mm. uh, dalam world punya uh, world punya uh, dia nak introduce uh, Chinese tu dalam bentuk masyarakat.
3: Right for Mr. Ariel Bubaka, his his idol is of course Muhammad Ali as well. And for him, <laughs> the reason being is that Muhammad Ali possessed this inner spirit that's very high uh, for Mr. Ariel, and he finds that very fascinating. In the fact how he fought for you know championship mm. through this because he's passionate. His is shown his spirit is high, and that we for Muhammad Ali. And of course, in terms of um, fightings, right? It's uh, Donnie Yen. Right. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, Donnie Yen, for him, he possessed this high knowledge of martial art and how Donnie um, Yen really brings out the Chinese culture, uh, the, the, its heritage, you know, showcasing it to the highest degree. And he really respects that.
5: I, I, uh, like uh, both, uh, both of them, I mean, g- growing up in the 80s, <laughs> you, <can't>, you just <coughs> cannot help it. But that is my the, the the exposure that we have. That that's what uh, as a kid. That's what you watch in the cinemas, in the in, in TV. It's Jackie Chan. It's Jackie Chan, mm. Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan. And and uh, and these, uh, uh like uh, me myself. Uh, I grew up in the city. Unlike uh, my, my friends uh, here, they they. they Silat was was actually quite uh, common in their areas, but uh, for for me it's quite hard. So, but watching these films, um, uh, I wanted to learn martial art. So, uh, when uh, I was a teenager, found found a silat class. So, because of Jackie Chan's film, and then um, at that moment, uh, the the effect was uh, some some of the Hong Kong filmmakers came here actually to. To, to do some TV series called Pandeka or Warrior, so they, they did mm-hmm. a lot of TV series in the 90s, and this 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 kind of created a, a, a phenomenon in in um in uh, the 90s uh, for our TV, uh, uh, and we we have a few actors that have a background in silat, but after that generation somehow uh, after after Jackie Chan became Hollywood. Do we, we have some <laughs> lacking in, in, in terms of people who do who learn martial arts uh, and like, i think because of his generation that created our generation and 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 i personally i hope that our generation can create another generation that can contribute into the martial arts world not just select like any any form of uh martial arts into the film film industry
0: yeah Perfect. Thank you. You know, congratulations again. Yes. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. It's an
3: honor. We, we are actually, everyone here on the cast and the production team, were they're very honored. And they felt it's such a highest form of privilege and acknowledgement to accomplish such an acknowledgement, uh, especially from uh, the New York uh, International Asian Festival. Yeah. So um, thank you from the bottom of their hearts uh, for this high <laughs> honor.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well thank you
3: for, for sparing
2: us some time. That's yeah, been great. Thank you for, yeah, very very nice you very nice. Our pleasure it was our pleasure. A very
1: interesting chat, you know. Very some very nice guys and uh... I think for me, one of the things which comes across both from the chat and from watching the film is uh, the the kind of silat and the culture which you're actually putting in there. Mm. So, I mean, we've talked about like the martial arts styles with them and the choreography, but I think from those guys, it's really clear that the the culture really means a lot to them, and I think that comes a lot on the screen as well. Like compared yeah. to we were chatting before, like some you know when we we're watching some other martial arts films we just take it as like martial arts we don't really think oh this is a style or something but I think from Garan there yeah you can see you know they have a clear objective of um, you know putting this culture this uh, this martial arts form and it's kind of technical side the culture mm. side on screen which I thought was very very yeah. cool about yeah. the film yeah. as well. you know
0: I think the other thing is that you know there's actually quite impressive is that, the, the that they funded it themselves yeah
1: I didn't I didn't know that man. I, I knew it was you know it, lo- it looks like you know not a very high budget film but to uh, to you're, actually just go about wow. it and, stuff.
0: and actually, you know, I mean, the, uh, from, from that kind of perspective, I mm. think that the stunts, the actual, yeah. you know, the the way it's set up is actually quite impressive. And yeah, I, I think yeah, in some ways yeah. you, you're probably a little bit um more generous to the film, knowing that, knowing this isn't a mm-hmm, you know, yeah. multi million budget film where they can just chuck all sorts of cameras and you know definitely. setups. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. do a really really great job with
1: absolutely for, and, for yeah and when the level of kind of like uh passion and enthusiasm which kind of goes into it and, and like they were saying about the in the casting process and the people like being you know martial artists um rather than say like traditional actors and stuff because you know it's still it's the core you know as i was saying like there's that difference i guess between performing so as what well. they were saying like part of their everyday life and stuff um mm. to actually performing it and trying to mix it with like entertaining fight scenes yeah that, that must yeah. be quite a a weird job, you know, for a yeah, martial artist. If yeah, it's, it's yeah. something you do and you kind of, it's your, like, philosophy of life it informs everything you do to so suddenly sort of doing that and switching it into, like, you know, like, four-minute fight scenes, five-minute fight scenes and everything, especially when some people are playing good guys, some people are playing bad guys yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, as well. That must have been, you know, a stretch, not a stretch, but, you know, an, an interesting shift, Yeah, I, I guess, to use something. Like, I, if I, I would see myself as a really jolly drinker. But if I had to suddenly in a film, like portray like a ah, you know, terrible drink or everything, it would be bizarre to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, But when watching that film, it does everything else. It feels very, it does feel natural kind of. It feels a lot more technical yeah. than other martial yeah. arts films do. I mean, not in like, um, I guess before before I watched it and everything, you know, I, I thought about like Ong Bak stuff like that which are, you know quite well known for being well you'd say like more grounded or sort of supposed to be like no wires everything mm. sort of stuff so i thought it was going to be something more that way whereas this really is a lot more grounded in the actual martial art itself the culture I of the, it, absolutely yeah, 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 yeah very much so. Yeah. I, I think that's and i think that was my main key sort of strength mm. for the film everything yeah. like that it, it feels completely you know immersed in the sort of culture behind this. I mean, we mentioned like the music, the musical instruments and mm. stuff. Like the whole film really does feel like it's uh you know, he was talking about the values, like the family values and everything, which are all parts of this martial art, which is, that's very cool as well. Yeah. We heard yeah. About that. Very different to the raid on Miranta. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is great, which is great as well. I mean, I think yeah. there's not something we usually think about when we think about martial arts films, I guess when we think about the action scenes, mm. you know, who's getting punched in the face or, you know, where's the, Who's suddenly going to get their throat ripped out or their bones broken and stuff? Whereas mm. it's not that kind of martial arts film at all. No, no. You know? I mean,
0: I, I guess it's it's very specifically about a certain martial art. I think mean, you know, mm. there's almost a bit more of the sort of 36 Chamber chambers shell about yeah, it in terms okay. of its kind of sp- sure, the sure. philosophy behind mm, mm, mm. the martial art. But
1: it's rather that art. rather than the yeah, yeah. the actual the fight scenes and everything like that because I mean I mean the plot itself is you know it's a fairly straightforward plot and yeah. everything like that but it, it's it doesn't really matter to that extent because mm. the film is so rooted in the sort of cultural side of the martial arts and everything like that and uh, I, I think yeah it's something that would be interesting to see kind of more of for yeah. different martial arts styles maybe yeah and everything yeah. as well because you know i've been watching martial arts films for my life i'm uh, not massively well trained or but you know you know what i mean though i don't feel so despite that like i don't really know much actually about martial arts martial arts a lot of things i know are probably just nonsense for films like it would be like you know a thousand kick window punch or something like that i don't know it doesn't, <laughs> wait, it doesn't even make sense but you know what i mean whereas you know this feels completely different to those other kinds of films and everything and knowing that all the people involved they at least had to have some grounding in the silat and ways mm-hmm. to actually handle themselves and everything like that it's a completely different feel to the film yeah you know
0: it's always interesting to see how these mm. films are turning up on, you know, Malaysian films are turning up on Netflix. It's definitely...
1: definitely, yeah. I mean, I, I as we said in the interview, I mean, I have to, you know, you know, be honest, I don't know much about Malaysian cinema. I don't think it gets too much profile mm. and stuff. But then, you know, before we had this interview, you know, I looked at some of the ones which are on Netflix, you know, checked out some of the trailers and did, there's some pretty cool looking stuff on there and you know, everything like that. And, I mean, that's another... You know we're not praising netflix hopefully again but <laughs> it's good that those things are actually on there and there's this platform to get these films out because they're never really a cinema release yeah like. playing at a festival is great but knowing that there's platforms to actually see these films uh, and talking to these guys today it makes me a lot more interested to go and check out some of these key films and stuff like yeah. that so um yeah th- th- there's no downside to that and hopefully i have no idea if they're making money from putting to netflix and stuff but i just reaching like more international exposure and stuff like that. It's you know, Long may that continue.
0: Now, Garan is just part of this year's New York Asian Film Festival, mm-hmm. which is in its 19th edition, which is a <laughs> that's pretty that's impressive pretty, very thing in itself, it's isn't it? Unsurprisingly, as for many other festivals, it, in this unusual year, they've had to move <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But it will be running, streaming across the US via the Smart Cinema app cool. from August 28th to September 12th, 2020. No, this is an American festival, I do it, the dates in the American (laughs)
1: way. Yes, yes. Very cool.
6: Hi, I'm Mike Fury. I'm a writer and author, and specifically I've written a couple of books titled Life of Action 1 and 2, which speaks to many successful men and women in the martial arts and action movie business. The latest book has interviews with names such as Zoe Bell, Tony Jarre, Michael Jarre-White, Frank Grillo, Kelly Hu, and many others. So it was a lot of fun having those conversations and putting that book together. Most importantly in this case, I'm a lifelong martial arts and Eastern film fan, and this is how I got into Eastern Flicks. It's a bit of a cliché when everyone says it started with Bruce Lee, but if you're of a certain age, I think it's undeniable. Being a big film buff already, I was lucky enough to experience part of the VHS craze which carried through to the late 90s, and I do at times feel a bit sorry for film fans today who didn't get to experience that, because while DVD had it to a certain extent, with streaming nowadays, it's not something I think can be replicated and really understood. The craze and obsession with tracking down coveted, hard-to-find films in video format was incredibly fun and rewarding. I watched all the Bruce Lee films from my local video shop, one by one, and they were heavily cut and had those great dubbed voice tracks we all know and love and remember. And I think the fact that those are restored now and the the Blu-ray re-releases we're seeing goes to show how, how much the fans really enjoyed them. Then it becomes about tracking down versions of the film you haven't seen, like the nunchuck sequence in Enter the Dragon or the full fight from Game of Death. Now with the internet, you know, everything's available on YouTube, which is great in many ways, but I feel like we're kind of spoiled. But it was fun and part of the whole experience to find films back in the day, you know, and be rewarded for that perseverance. A film which really sparked my imagination as a kid and got me into Eastern flicks was No Retreat No Surrender, which a school friend had on video. As bored kids with short attention spans, we fast-forwarded all the dialogue scenes, which of course shows a lot of weird quirky comedy which is a guilty pleasure now but we weren't looking for that back then. We wanted to see Van Damme looking mean like he did on the video cover and that's what we got. So it's not the strongest film from a cinematic standpoint but it's a gateway right? And it's directed by Corey Yun which is cool and interesting and surreal to think about now. Then through the path of discovery I watched Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, Yun Biew, Lau Lung. Jet Li, John Woo, Chow fat Golden Harvest films, Shaw Brothers films, and everything else imaginable. I'm also a big fan of Japanese Yakuza films, Bita Keshi being one of my favourites. And over time I got into the work being produced in Korea, Thailand, Indonesia, and elsewhere. I think there's such a rich tapestry of heritage and history in martial arts and action cinema from all over the world. And the fun is going on those kind of deep dives to discover new things. I also know for sure that what I know and like is a tiny slither of what's actually out there. So if you're a real passionate fan, I think you've got to go and try new things, like tasting dishes in a restaurant. Don't just go for the same old thing at the buffet as much as you you might like it. If there's one criticism I have of Eastern movie fans in general, I see what I believe to be a kind of resistance to the new at times. Being stuck in a bubble of Jackie Chan films from the 80s. Look, I'm a big Jackie Chan fan too. I love Police Story, Wheels and Meals, Dragons Forever and everything else but I think it's important to keep exploring, learning, and be open to new possibilities. It's a global world we live in now, and through the most sketchy internet connection, everyone has access to the same film footage, music, art, and information. It's the good side of the internet, which I mentioned earlier. So, a lot of young indie filmmakers from all over the world, places we may not have even heard of, are filming cool and interesting fight scenes, and they were also in part inspired by Jackie Chan, with their own local uh, spin. I believe films are a true cultural gateway, so that's the big takeaway for me. It's fun to see this evolution, and I hope the flame continues burning bright in eastern films.
7: Hi, I'm Josep San Cristofo from Spain, and I'm part of Faris Film Festival Campus, and today I'm going to talk about Labyrinth of Cinema. This movie came as a big surprise, as no one really thought that Nohiko Obayashi would make another movie after Hanagatami. He was diagnosed with lung cancer during the pre-production of that movie, and was given only a few months to live, so this is nothing short of a miracle, because it was four years ago. While Hanagatami kinda felt like a passion project, a magnum opus in a way, Labyrinth of Cinema feels more like a farewell, to both cinema and to his fans. The premise of the movie is a bit ridiculous, but you can expect that from Nobuhiko Ayashi. In an unspecified time, a movie theater gets turned into a time machine. A group of three students will slip into the war film they are watching, reliving some of the most defining moments of Japanese history. Above all, though, this movie is a love letter to cinema, to the communal experience of watching a movie in a theater. We have all identified with the characters so much that that it was like we were living through their eyes. Obayashi turns this feeling into a literal experience, as the three protagonists gets turned into characters of the movie inside the movie. There is also a constant reflection over the nature of cinema. Is movie purely a fiction, or is it also reality? The director does not shy away from trying to give an answer. Movies are as much part of reality as the feelings we experience. The rhythm of the movie is absolutely frenetic, with constant jumping from one era to another which makes it almost impossible not to get lost at some point. Though that's not a bad thing, as the universe of the movie is so rich and captivating that it's just a pleasure to let go and enjoy the wild ride. The length of the movie might be a drawback for some, because it's three hours long, but it shouldn't be, as it keeps reinventing itself, and the amount of interesting ideas that it poses is absolutely stunning, feeling like a sum of all directors' thoughts about cinema as an art. Labyrinth of Cinema is such an optimistic goodbye from one of the greats, which is the most striking thing about such a marvellous film. The director sadly left us two months ago, but he did so with a message that cinema can make us change for the better. And, in quoting his own movie, he will survive as long as we all can remember him.
0: for this episode in coming episodes we'll be doing a whistle stop tour from the history of the famous Shaw Brothers studio Mm. and we'll be chatting about manga artist Junji Ito and some of his works that he turned to film mm. as well as all our usual features reviews and
1: interviews
0: Mm. don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google or whatever platform you use so you never miss a show (laughs) and let us know what you think on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and LinkedIn but for now
1: cheers here's to it (laughs)
5: yeah. <laughs>